Welcome to the Bible in a Year with Manna. I'm your host, Uriah Beagle, and with me today is Richard Young. Join us as we experience God's Word together and grow in our relationship with Him. Today, we'll be reading from the Berean Standard Bible. The reading plan we're following is the one-year chronological Bible. Today is day number eight, and we'll be reading from Genesis 25, verses 1 through 4, 1 Chronicles 1, 32 through 33, Genesis 25, 5 through 26, 1 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 28 through 31, and 1 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 34. Let's dive in. Now Abraham had taken another wife named Keturah, and she bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Zuah. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were the Asherites, the Latushites, and the Lemites. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Eldiah. These were the descendants of Keturah. First Chronicles 1, starting in 32. The sons born to Keturah, Abraham's concubine, Zimram, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak and Shua, the sons of Jokshan, Sheba and Dedan, the sons of Midian, Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Eldeah. These were Keturah's sons. Genesis 25, verse 5 through 26. Abraham left everything he owned to Isaac. But while he was still alive, Abraham gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. Abraham lived a total of 175 years, and at a ripe old age he breathed his last and died, old and contented, and he was gathered to his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamre in the field of Ephron, son of Zoar, the Hittite. This was the field that Abraham had bought from the Hittites. Abraham was buried there with his wife, Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who lived near Beer Lahairoi. This is the account of Abraham's son, Ishmael, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's maidservant, bore to Abraham. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael in the order of their birth. Nebaioth, the firstborn of Ishmael, then Kedar, Abdeel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jeter, Nephish, Kedam. These were the sons of Ishmael, and these were their names by their villages and encampments, twelve princes of their tribes. Ishmael lived a total of 137 years, then he breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people. Ishmael's descendants settled from Havilah to Shur, which is near the border of Egypt as you go toward Asher, and they lived in hostility toward all their brothers. This is the account of Abraham's son Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from Padan Aram, and the sister of Laban, the Aramean. Later, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren, and the Lord heard his prayer, and his wife Rebekah conceived. But the children inside her struggled with each other, and she said, Why is this happening to me? So Rebekah went to inquire of the Lord, and he declared to her, 
Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When her time came to give birth, there were indeed twins in her womb. The first one came out red, covered with hair like a fur coat, so they named him Esau. After this, his brother came out, grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. And Isaac was sixty years old when the twins were born. First Chronicles chapter 1, verse 28 through 31. The sons of Abraham were Isaac and Ishmael. These are their genealogies. Nebioth, the firstborn of Ishmael, then Kedar, Abdil, Mipsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jeter, Naphish, and Kadima. These were the sons of Ishmael. First Chronicles chapter 1, verse 34. Abraham was the father of Isaac, the sons of Isaac, Esau, and Israel. Dear Lord, thank you for providing for us through all this time. Thank you for uh, looking after us, even though sometimes we too are grasping at our brothers and for not holding our, our past transgression against us and using us for your will as we continue forward. Thank you for your word and thank you for the insights you provide to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So day eight was a short reading, but again we see the genealogy continuing. And Keturah, an interesting tradition, Sarah brings a concubine to Abraham, and he sent his other sons away to the east with gifts. And so even the sons that were provided through the concubine mm -hmm. were still blessed with gifts, and even though they were, were told to spread out and cover the earth, mm -hmm. which was common practice for this particular line of gentlemen, as they tried to spread out their families, Abraham and Lot had parted ways earlier. So this is a continuation of that, of him spreading his family out and trying to keep them from fighting amongst each other. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if he was actually trying to keep them from fighting or just obeying God's command to be fruitful and multiply and go and take dominion over the whole world. Clearly, we do see fighting begin to ensue and struggle taking place between these different lines of the tribes. Well, one of the last unifying parts between the tribes we see here, though, is that Isaac and Ishmael, they work together mm -hmm. to bury their father. So even they, though they didn't get along entirely, especially when they were kids they were fighting, we're given that for sure, is they still work together to bury their dad next to their mom, essentially, in that same cave. Right, on honoring the legacy, the memory of their father, and, uh, and continuing to give him honor. And Isaac receives all the remaining inheritance. And everything that Abraham still owned went to the, the firstborn to Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I think that, again, the, the prefiguring, foreshadowing, if you will, of, of Isaac and Jesus, we're told that every knee will bow and every tongue confess to the glory of the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Lord of all. And here Isaac is given all of Abraham's remaining earthly goods. Hmm. You know, everything is given into the Lord Jesus because he redeemed the world and everything in it. And my knee, your knee will bow to him. 
we've already said, yes, Lord, we are, we are happy to bow to you now. But one day in glory, every knee will bow at that great throne of judgment. What a parallel. Uh, and then the, the next part we get here is that Ishmael's descendants, mm. they move down south, they mm-hmm. go down towards Egypt, and then his kids start kind of causing a ruckus and a harassment for, it says, all of their brothers, mm. toward their brothers, not just Isaac and his kids, but their other brothers through mm. the concubines. Right. So sibling rivalry is nothing new, right? If, you, if, you're, if your kids <laughs> mix it up now and then, you know, they're just, they're just doing what, what kids do. But fortunately, we have a, a, a way out of that, and uh, we, can, we can use these Old Testament stories as instruction. And we use less swords when we're fighting with our siblings these days. Mm. Mm. So Rebecca becomes uh, Isaac's wife, right? And mm. she is barren initially. And Isaac cries out to God for her to have children. And uh, she does. She gets pregnant. And there's twins in the womb. And, and even in the womb, these two brothers are, are fighting. It's, it's not... You know, if you, maybe you're a mother of twins, some twins are, are quiet. You know, others are tumultuous is the word I think that's used here in Scripture. And These Rebecca, kids were fighting with each other. Yes. And Rebecca does what? She turned to God mm. in prayer. Mm-hmm. She cried out to our Lord for help, and he answered her. He told her exactly why. Yep. What's going on? Two nations in your womb. And it's, it's stunning. I, I, I think of this often, uh, just the wonderful abundance of God. You know, two, two babies, two nations are fighting in your womb. It's and, quite the uh, scale. It's quite a scale. And it's also, you know, we, we see who comes out first. Oh, we have Harry, Esau, Uh-oh. that comes out. The Harry one, yes. And he is followed by Jacob, which means to follow or to supplant, to replace. Ah. And so, so what we're told is that the elder will serve the younger. And for all of us living today, we're born first naturally. But when we're born again, then the spirit of the living God in us assumes preeminence and lordship. And so our old man, our flesh, begins to serve the Spirit of God in us, the younger man. It's a beautiful picture. That is. And, and you know, so many, so many levels, so many parallels that God gives us, you know, as, as we continue to seek his face and press into him. Thank you for tuning in today, but we will see you on that day nine of the Bible in a Year with Manna.